Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. This is your host, Angela O'Mara. One of the really exciting things about um, aesthetics is, is the uh, advanced microneedling technology, which can really deliver excellent patient results. And I'm so excited today to have Dr. Asha Milgram of AMA Skincare in California on the phone on the interview with us today to talk about how he uses advanced microneedle in a pen from Clinical Resolution Laboratories in his aesthetic treatment protocols for wrinkles, scars, cellulite, and pigment correction. Dr. Milgram, welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Indeed, it's a pleasure to be here. And if my partner, Dr. Alice Pian, manages to free herself up for the procedure she's in, she'll join us as soon as she can. That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. But we understand patients come first, and um, but we welcome her to the show, and hopefully she'll be able to join us. So, so Dr. Milgram, before we do get started talking about you know, microneedling, I know it's not the only thing that you do at your practice, and I'd love to learn more about you, your background, and um, you know, just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, um, Dr. Pian and I started this practice a little over 20 years ago. Uh, Dr. Pian's background um, you know, uh, came from emergency medicine and pediatric trauma. She was the director of that at one of the, the major trauma centers here in uh, Southern California. And uh, uh, I uh, actually um, have an MD, PhD program and specialize in biomedical sciences. And, and uh, about 20 years ago, uh, she was burning out, and uh, we were looking to do something together for a change. Uh, Dr. Pan is also my wife and my best friend. And uh, we decided to uh, look at integrative medicine and specifically the aesthetics um, that were just beginning to evolve in, in, in laser medicine and put a practice together that was regenerative in nature and that focused on aesthetic procedures and, uh, and regenerative procedures. Uh, so since that time, we've, uh, we've, uh, we have many, many thousands of patients, and we've pers- we have had, um, done over uh, 85,000 different procedures here in our offices, and um, we, uh, we love what we do. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing. It's such a lovely uh, story, actually, that, you know, that you are, you know, partners in, in, in life as well as in practice, so that's, that's really nice to hear. Um, well, let's talk a little bit more. You know, as you mentioned, you know, your practice does have a strong aesthetic, integrative, and regenerative focus. So, how frequently do you actually use microneedling? Well, microneedling is one of the tools that we have at our disposal um, as a practice that specializes um, in developing integrative procedures. We are uh, married to the results, not to the technology. So we uh, we have done we've been involved in many research projects and IRBs and investigational review boards for the uh, FDA over the years as new technologies emerge. Uh, that's why we have so many lasers here. We have over 25 different lasers here, and along the way, um, the notion of uh, microneedling um, also came to our attention. Starting first with the rollers, which are interesting and but challenging. Um, you know, because it's uh, some of the damage they can cause. And uh, then the stamping methods and the the pens like yours 
um, that uh, um, you know came to our attention, and and we um, we use it frequently for different kinds of procedures. It's it's a it's an effective tool that we're happy to have at our disposal. And, and um, you know, I had mentioned, which you know, a couple of the things that I had, I thought that you were using the micro needling for the wrinkle scars cellulite. Um, can you tell us a little bit more the specific, you know, treatment um, protocols that you, you know, that you do use it for? Sure. Um, you know, micro needling is is can be the procedures that we do with micro needling can be divided into two categories. Uh, one is the stimulation of collagen, you know, the little tiny micro columns of, uh, of, of, um, of damage that we do into the dermis that we can effectuate in the dermis with the, the needling does elicit and essentially stimulate and turn on the regeneration of collagen. And the other is to use it as a device for infusing into the skin different substances that we need to get into the skin. So the microneedling can be used for both of those things um, and, and used very effectively uh, when the skin needs to be um, nourished with different formulations or given that we do a lot of research with stem cells now, um, the needling can also be used to infuse or push into the skin substances like PRP or stem cells or growth factors or you know, physiological regulating medicine homeopathy that we use. Um, and uh, um, and so the the needles uh, the needling and separate into those two categories can be very effective. In particular, um, working on scars, the the micro needling is very effective on that. Sometimes it's the most effective thing that we have working on scars, and this is specifically on um, acne scars and surgical scars that are keloided. You know, um, it's it's very effective to stimulate remodeling of scar tissue um, with the microneedling. No, that's really interesting, actually. Um, do you have any, any patient um, stories or patient examples, you know, um, in relation to reducing or even vanishing scars um, where, the, where you really do feel that the, uh, you know, the, the clinical resolution laboratory's um, microneedle inner pen has played a significant part in, in you know, treating that patient? Well, as I mentioned, you know, surgical scars and acne scars, um, stimulating the the remodeling of those scars is uh, um, can be can be very efficiently uh, done with with the uh, microneedling. Um, you know, we have given our specialty in working with scars. We have many people who come to us after surgeries, whether it's tummy tuck or a surgical scar on, on any part of their body um, where the scar is simply ugly and no other way to put it, and they're, they're, uh, they're concerned about it. And even though we have so many lasers, and we do use them on scars, uh, the microneedling is always one of the uh, more important and effective you know, modalities that we use for the, for the um, remodeling of these scars. I, if you want a particular story, recently we had a um, uh, young lady come in who was bitten in the face, a dog bite in the face. You would imagine just how frequently or how common that is. You know, um, you know, people bring their face right up to the dog, you know, coochie, coochie, coo, and they don't know the dog, and the dog freaks out and bites them. 
just out of my mm. Yes, and just like them being in his personal space. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so with with you know dog bites are not clean, and they're often very you know the the scars that result can be very torturous. And uh, it is someone's face. And so, you know, parents and children and are very sensitive. And microneedling helps a lot. And um, and the other nice thing about this is that it's expensive to do. You know, if, uh, if we're going to be breaking out the big lasers and the expensive lasers and, the, and, uh, and, and, you know, and, and Dr. Pien's time and all those things, and the, those kind of procedures can become expensive, whereas microneedling... Um, which our nurses are very good at doing, you know, can be in a very effective and inexpensive way to help somebody with scars. Mm. Yeah, that's, and it is interesting when you say that, you know, um, dog bites to the face do seem to be quite common. I, I had no idea that you could treat them so well with, um, with microneedling technology, so that is, is really a fantastic thing to hear about. How about um, cellulite? Um, because I know that's something that you know, troubles a lot of people and has always been so difficult to treat. Um, do you find that with your cellulite patients, microneedling technology is helping? Cellulite is tough. Um, you know, the, the physiology um, of cellulite you know, is both an issue of, of fat, excess fat, um, but it's also an issue of just how that subcutaneous fat layer in women is structured with these septides, these vertical septides, that when they contract, they cause all this dimpling. Um, we've been working on cellulite with various technologies for many years, and um, uh, frankly, we have not used microneedling a lot for it, and um, um, I'm encouraged by this conversation to actually look at that again, see if uh, it's something yeah, yeah. that um, could... Uh, Add another dimension of success to our cellulite patients. Now, how about with um, and this again? Maybe something that you you haven't used. I don't know, but with like stretch marks. I mean, given that they are, kind of, it is kind of scarring somewhat of, of the tissue. Do you think microneedling would be helpful with stretch marks? Indeed, we have a research project that's been ongoing now for over a year. Um, in the remodeling and, and addressing stretch marks, uh, both stretch marks from, from growth spurts, puberty, and, and of course pregnancy and obesity and muscle building for men. Um, and we've been using um, a lot of stem cell research on our stretch marks. So this is very advanced research, very expensive research, and microneedling has become an important part of that because we need to infuse the, um, the stem cells out a stretch mark at various depths in order to generate new skin, new dermis, collagen to uh, reform and remodel the stretch mark. It is ongoing um, research, and um, as you can imagine, in, in some of the protocols we're using are more effective than others. The microneedling is an important tool in this, and uh, I hope to have results worth publishing soon, which, of course, would include the use of, of the uh, microneedling as part of the protocol. Well, I look forward to hearing the results of those particular um, research studies and, you know, to see what, perhaps that's a future interview for us. That would be great. Indeed. Well, tell me about... Um, 
in terms of you know like you you'd mentioned earlier just in in terms of kind of you know skin rejuvenation and you know fine lines and wrinkles and you know perhaps some of those treatments are you know uh, more popular amongst amongst women and men um, how are you finding the results of microneedling is working for those patients well, as I mentioned earlier, we're an integrative practice, and we specialize in combining many modalities, a kind of a multiple modality um, approach to stimulating our natural physiological resources to rebuild young, healthy, beautiful skin. Um, as such, the variety of lasers we have, the microneedling, and, and a whole variety of other naturopathic things that we do work together. Um, so. We rarely use any one modality all by itself. I, I must admit, though, is that for those who want to have an ongoing rejuvenation of their skin, um, there are we have a, a fairly significant portion of our you know, patient population that simply loves to come in. What they used to come in for, for a facial, now they'll come in simply for microneedling. And we use it alone. So um, they will work with a nurse with various substances to uh, provide nutrition to the skin, and then the InnoPen microneedling over the entire face, sometimes the neck and the chest as well, for an easy, quick, inexpensive stimulation of uh, the tightening and rejuvenation and, and um, um, closing of the pores. And the, uh, the InnoPen is very effective in that. And again, it's a relatively inexpensive and an easy-to-do procedure, and we have many patients that simply love it. That's fantastic. You know, you know, there are many of our listeners who um, are relatively new to microneedling or new to the microneedling concept. And so, would you say this is a technology that is? Um, I don't want to say easy to use because I don't feel any treatment is ever easy to use. But it's something, you know, that is easy to learn. I guess you know, for practitioners out there that would want to incorporate this into their practice. Well, like you mentioned, um, you know, ease is a relative uh, term. You know, somebody does have to have the, the necessary requisite hand-eye coordination to be applying any technology to somebody's face. Um, and quite frankly, there are, you know, colleagues and, you know, who are not good at it. They just don't have a good feel and those who are extremely good at it. So um, amongst our nurses, um, we have some that are very, very good at sitting at the head of the table and, and, and basically, um, you know, uh, um, almost massaging someone's face as they use the microneedling. They have to learn how to do it. It, it takes about um, 10 trial or 10 patients that we mentor our nurses through so they can learn the proper depths of the needle in different parts of the face, different you know types of the skin on the face, so that they are using the correct depth of penetration. And um, they have to learn how to watch for the response of the skin um, as they are microneedling. Sometimes in some areas you can do multiple passes. Uh, it takes about 10 patients for our, our nursing staff to be comfortable um, and uh, proficient in doing these procedures. And uh, when done right, you know, it, it, is a, it is not an uncomfortable procedure. The, the patients actually enjoy it. And, um, and, um, but it is a skill. And not to be, um, not to be um, 
Well, let me tell you, it's a skill that requires a lot more knowledge than a simple facial. Um, and uh, it is a medical procedure, and uh, the results are far better than a simple, you know, um, facial as well. You know, we're about halfway through the show, and I'm really glad that you just touched on on that because, you know, again, it's, I, I didn't want to use the term easy because, you know, I don't think any aesthetic treatment should be considered easy or a walk in the park. I mean, it, it still is, you know, an important medical procedure. And, and to hear that, you know, there's definitely a level of training and a level of skill, and, and of course, practice makes perfect. Um, with this particular, you know, technology that you are using, with the the clinical resolution, you know, the the you know, pen. Um, um, from from what I understand, the technology behind the pen uses a close tip stamping motion compared to open gliding motion, which some of the, I guess, all the micro needling devices use. Um, can you explain a little bit more the benefits of of what you use and? Um, can patients feel the difference? Yeah, they, they, for, for sure the patients can feel the difference. So let me explain. The first microneedling devices actually were rollers, a little, you know, like almost like a paint roller, with uh, but a, you know, a miniature one with little needles on it, and you would roll it over someone's skin. Of course, that means that as the needle is inserted to the skin, it's doing it in a rotational manner. So it tears on the way in and it tears on the way out. Uh, mm. And it hurt. Um, in addition, that that degree of damage of the tearing, even though it's small micro tears, is unnecessary. And quite frankly, you need to differentiate between stimulating collagen regeneration and stimulating scar tissue generation. And it's a it is a, um, a delicate balance. Um, you know, between what kind of collagen are you stimulating, and you don't want to stimulate you know, scar tissue, type 3 collagen generation. So the, the InnoPen, the, uh, the needles are, are, you know, on this reciprocating motor. They're moving very fast, but they're going up and down perpendicular to the pen, which means each needle, it's like a little tiny acupuncture needle, um, is inserted directly into the skin in an up and down motion so that the, 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 the damage that it's creating, and again, I'm using the the term damage very advisedly here, it is insertion, a needle insertion to the skin, is is very precise and uh, very measured, um, you know, in, in its effect. And it, it stimulates the kind of regeneration of collagen that you're looking for that will close the pores and tighten you know, the upper layers of the dermis and, uh, you know, the papillary dermis in a way that doesn't cause uh, the motion, of course, you know, it has to be learned how to move it around, you know, the skin on the face, and that's part of the training that we spoke of earlier. And um, um, and because there is no tearing, uh, you know, then it's much more comfortable for the patient. I would imagine. I would imagine. And then, what about with skin types? Um, it, does this work on all skin types? Uh, you know, or um, you know, well, you is, is it okay? You have to be careful. Um, uh, the, for, from the perspective of, of stimulating generation of collagen, it works for all skin types. Um, but of course, there are certain skin types that are prone to post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, and therefore, you know, uh, you know, these are Asian, 
skin types and Hispanic and Pakistani, Indo-Pakistani skin types. You have to be careful not to not to uh, elicit that. You, you're going to have a very unhappy patient if you do. Um, and uh, uh, you know that you know post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation is something you can chase for a long time if you've started that that sequence. So for certain patients, you may want to pre-cheat with a hydroquinone. Um, we often do testing. We'll do a little area um, on patients we're not sure if they're going to hyperpigment or not. Um, we'll do a little te- a little area of testing and have them do take selfies at home for a couple three days and see what's going on to be sure that the uh, microneedling is the right kind of procedure for them, um, and uh, and then take the necessary precautions to be sure they don't hyperpigment. That's always the issue, and also you don't want to use the the uh, microneedling on on any skin that has uh, any infection going on in it, and uh, and or active cystic acne. So, um, you know that's that's a contraindication for the use of the pen. But other than that, it's uh, it's it's good for all skins. Good for all skins. That's great. That's great. No, you know, you 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 know, discussing some of these things is, you know, what the term that comes to to my mind is patient safety, and of course, you know, with the training to the nurses, and it, obviously that's for patient safety with the skin testing, you know, to make sure there's no reaction. Um, what other aspects of you know the particular device that you were using, um, or the patient safety aspects are there that that to consider? Well, as I mentioned earlier, the skin on different areas of the face have different thicknesses, and so the operator, the physician or nurse, um, needs to understand how to set the pen for the correct depth given the thickness of the skin that they're working on. That's a safety issue. Um, uh, of course, if you're going to be using um, supplements or, or different formulations that you're infusing into the and by use of the pen, you have to be sure that you're using the right formulations there. Uh, hypersensitivity to different formulations are always an issue, of course. That's independent of the pen, but still part of the procedure of using the pen. And uh, keeping things out of the eyes is always important. Um, you know, um, no, nothing could ruin a patient's day than getting something nasty into into their eyes. And uh, so, you know, it'll wash out, rinse out, and it shouldn't be a problem with still an unhappy patient. Um, and uh, other than that, common sense. So it, it's, uh, um, you know, when I use the term easy, I mean, it is a, it is a simple and a straightforward kind of procedure that, uh, that is, it is, um, look, when we talk about medicine, oftentimes sophistication goes along with medicine. You have a sophisticated technology or a sophisticated protocol that you're, Applying to someone's physiology, microneedling is 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 in that sense simple and uh, and flexible, and um, um, that's part of its charm. Um, that with its simplicity and its flexibility, it is still remarkably effective. It engages the physiology in ways that, generally speaking, the physiology likes and responds well. To. No, now I understand that you know the inner pen is made in the USA and is FDA approved, um, and and also does it you know it has features of like the anti backflow design and disposable cartridge tip, um, which I I would imagine are also kind of you know good for patient safety. Um, what would you say was your 
um, reasoning for choosing clinical resolution, you know, microneedle inopen over perhaps some of the other designs on the market? Well, um, we tried them all. You know, fortunately, you know, we our practice has reached a certain level of, of uh, um, I guess, prominence in the industry. That when new technologies emerge, oftentimes the manufacturers will show up here and and ask us to consider evaluate it. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, we're involved in many um, investigational review boards, IRBs for the FDA, and so we have the opportunity to try um, just about everything. And oftentimes we are through their paces in order to report back to the FDA on the efficacy and safety and reliability of the technology. So the fact that we use an append is, is, uh, is a um, deliberate choice. We've used them all, and that's the one we, we uh, have chosen to use on an ongoing basis in our practice um, for all the reasons we've mentioned and, and uh, for the reliability of uh, the device itself. And, um, and, and quite frankly, also the responsiveness of customer service. You know, um, devices sometimes go bad in every technology, and the customer service has been right on top of it and making sure that uh, we're well cared for. And then, you know, for our listeners out there who are considering microneedling, is there any kind of, you know, pills of wisdom or, you know, um, things they should look for or just any recommendations that you would have in, in their search for choosing the right device for their practice? Well, as always, good results are not about the device or about how you use devices. And uh, I forgot which famous um, chef it was who said that, you know, if, you, if you're a good chef, you can cook a gourmet meal out of a coffee can. Um, there, is, there is great wisdom in that, how you use technology, you know, um, and how you assess the patient's physiology and then match up the, the assessment of their physiology, their specific, unique physiological landscape with the proper protocol using the proper, you know, modalities and tools to effectuate the change you're trying to do. There, there is no paint-by-number in medicine as far as I'm concerned. It should all be customized individually for every patient. And um, uh, microneedling is an effective tool. And I'm usually very... Uh, uh, reticent to endorse any particular technology, you know, uh, out there in the marketplace. Uh, you know, I, I encourage competition amongst different device manufacturers and developers because it all benefits, you know, the patient in the end. And um, uh, you know, the, the pearls of wisdom is is to is to make sure that you are understanding what it is you're trying to accomplish and assessing the physiology individually and applying the right technology to it. Uh, the fact that we use the Inopen given all of our, you know, um, opportunities to use other technologies speaks for itself. And um, um, it's, uh, it is a, um, an, an easy tool to adopt into a practice. And, uh, um, and and easy to learn and straightforward and, and simple as I mentioned. So um, I, I hope that answers your question without getting into the politics. Yes, absolutely. Of no, absolutely does. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, he sounds like he's been a really good addition to your practice with it many is, of the other that you offer. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, you know, um, Dr. Milgram, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. We've got about two minutes left, and before we do sign off, I'd love you know, for you to let our listeners know where they could reach you if they have any questions or if they want to learn more about clinical resolution labs and the inner pen, you know, what's the best way for them to go about um, contacting them? Well, um, you know, the official name of our practice is AMA, Regenerative Medicine and Skin Care. Uh, so if people want to learn about what we do, um, you know, we have uh, a YouTube channel with uh, many, many educational videos and, um, uh, that are, are, you know, that are you know, use, and actually some various medical schools around the world are using those videos these days as well. Um, we don't market uh, out there on the Internet. We only teach and educate, and, and we're, we're happy to have people um, engage us that way, and all the information of how to find us and phone numbers and everything else are on our website. And, um, and as far as InnoPen and... and, and um, and the, 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 the laboratory products that support the use, uh, you know, uh, I, I think, you know, you, they, they have a, a fabulous um, website that's also educational in nature. Um, even though they're, they're selling a product, the information is solid. It's good. And um, the, some of the scientific papers that are cited there, the use of the pen are also excellent. Mm, that's right. Well, I really like what you just said. Is we don't market on the internet; we only educate and teach patients. And I think that's wonderful that you do that. Indeed. Well, Dr. Milgram, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on Aesthetic Insider Radio. Um, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. I would love to have you back on as a guest, especially when you get those um, that, those research studies that we were just talking about with cellulite. I think that would be a great subject. Um, but anyway, thanks again. It's been a, a wonderful interview. Um, Dr. Asher Milgram, um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.